those snaps and that radiation is has been creating mutants this whole time. Ooh. Her reality resetting powers are going to reset reality in a way where mutants Ooh. will now be amongst us. The mutants already exist. It's being covered up. Welcome back to New Rockstars. I'm Phil Molina. This is Rogue Theory. Yay! It's that show. Guys, it's the new year and we made it, which was not a given. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was not a given. Uh, it's time not. for us all, in fact, to just adapt and evolve and mutate mm -hmm. because we're talking about mutants <laughs> in the MCU. Oh Eric's trying to do that thing with the beasts out. I used to try to think I was if I could will myself to Animorph, I could be an Animorph. <laughs> I'm not going down this Animorph path again with we'll you. We'll go back down it. <laughs> Every Happy single New year, <laughs> 2020, the year of Jake, Marco, Tobias. Uh, Marina Mastros is here. Yeah, uh, Zach Huddleston, off-screen producer. Off-screen Zach. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Eric. If it's about animorphs, we're not talking. Okay, Applegate. Okay, moving on. <laughs> on this episode, we're also going to be predicting the successes and failures of the 2020 box office. Yes. yes. But first. It's the most lingering mystery of the post-Disney Fox acquisition. Mm. How are they going to introduce the mutants, and maybe even specifically a little team known as the X-Men, into yep. a shared universe in the MCU? We know it's on Kevin Feige's to-do list. We've seen it. We stole it. We lost a lot of good people trying to get that. <laughs> but for sometime after Phase 4, mm -hmm. uh, along with also, he has to introduce, by the way, the Fantastic Four, just throwing that out there yep. too, and he's yeah. also going to create world peace. Uh, <laughs> pitch me though, just sticking on the mutants thing here, how are they going to do it? How are they going to introduce the mutants into the MCU? Eric Voss. Okay, I think they're going to use the House of M storyline from mm. the Marvel comics, okay. uh, but they're going to have to invert it, obviously, for anyone who knows House of House M. House W. Uh, House of <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, um, Just to explain what the House of M is, it's it, it takes place after the Avengers Disassembled comics, where it centers around Scarlet Witch. Uh, it's kind of like her big storyline, mm -hmm, yeah. and Scarlet Witch in the MCU hasn't really gotten her due. Mm -hmm. she, her powers have been vaguely defined, and she's left in kind of this like broken state at the end of Endgame, where she's lost pretty much everyone she's loved. Yeah. So are you. So, yep, I, I feel her pain. <laughs> so in the comics, what happens, House of M opens with like reality uh, switching on a dime mm -hmm. and things, it's so chaotic and the Avengers and the X-Men, everyone kind of has a council and they decide that they have to kill um, uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch. Because she's Wanda causing Maximoff. it. Because she's the one who's causing it. She like She's having like a nervous breakdown. She's Elsa. Kinda, yeah. She's too to, powerful. Uh, real quick, they stupidly let her her brother be part of that conversation. Yeah, Peter Maximoff, oh, wow. Quicksilver, who's like, yeah, bye, and he yeah. runs away. Wait, and he runs wait. to uh, their father, Magneto, and it's like, please help us. And we don't know what happens at that moment, but uh, reality flips, and suddenly we're in a reality called the House of M, in which it's M for Magus for Magneto. It's his society where mutants are now at the top of society. It's kind of like a reverse I... society, um, and it's not just mutants. Any kind of super uh, powered individuals so like Spider-Man he's not a mutant but he's like also a celebrity in this mm -hmm. society and um, one by one uh, Wolverine kind of has to go through and like reawaken everyone and remind them that this reality is false and then it ends with like a big fight as all these things do and then in this fight um, Scarlet Witch who has two kids um, in this reality in this right? reality um her kids die again and that's part of what was going on before she kept trying right. to uh, fabricate these kids 
Um, it ends with her saying, no more mutants. And then reality resets again. And then we uh, restore reality and it's fixed this way wow. where all the mutants are gone with the exception of like a thousand that yeah. we care about. Yeah. <laughs> the good ones. But the whole yeah. idea is that like the this reality is now reset with mutants and like thousands and potentially millions of people who did have mutant abilities no longer have them. Yeah. Um, so it's like this huge deal. I think a reverse is going to happen because we know WandaVision is coming out and mm-hmm. we don't know too much about the plot, but it seems kind of bonkers. Like it's taking place in the, what seems like a dream world, uh, mm-hmm. old school, Mary Tyler Moore sitcom reality. reality. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's kind of vi- uh, borrowing the Vision comic series where mm-hmm. it's like right. the nuclear the family. Fam- atomic right. family. Um, so we're going to see that, but that reality is going to be a false one. And Scarlet, it's going to be about Scarlet Witch's mental breakdown as she is trying to decide what kind of reality we need. And she, as a mutant, uh, even though we haven't used the M word before, yeah. now that uh, Disney owns Fox, they can now say the M word, she's going to basically, in her mental state, wish for more people to complete her family. Oh. So she's gonna put a comma in it. No, no, more mutants. mutants. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So that's how WandaVision's gonna end. Maybe setting up Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, and reality's gonna be switching around like crazy wow. at that stage in Phase Four. And on the other side of it, we're gonna have a reality where mutants exist. Wanda wow. Maximoff is the grandmama of all mutant kind. Yes. Her reality resetting powers are going to reset reality in a way where mutants Ooh. will now be amongst us. Here's a here's your, your follow up. Are they now mutants from here forward, or does she like set a reality where mutants have existed? I.e., mm. did is Magneto a Holocaust survivor still? Yeah, I think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to rewrite or retcon too many of their backstories because they're too interesting. It's too yeah. like him being a survivor of Auschwitz is such an important part of his character. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the same way that each of the X Men and the mutant characters have like specific backstories that I don't think we'll want to change too much. Um, but yeah, we're going to be in a reality where they have just always existed and they've yeah. always had they had part of that history so it's not like they're gonna have to rewrite the history that we're just gonna be in a reality now where it's like they were there the whole time like disney always had the rights to the yeah. 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 so uh, it's not it's not that like uh, scott summers just wakes up the day after she says that and now he's cyclops yeah. he was always cyclops yeah. he could always shoot lasers out of his eyes but just we never saw him mm-hmm. we weren't watching that reality yeah and it's gonna yeah. be from her point of view so it's not like we're ever gonna see him before that he's just gonna show up like with an optic blast and be like Eric, hey you were always here that's a silver rogie alright yeah. I'll take because it that is a, a great storyline to bring Scarlet Witch to the forefront yeah uh, and it has reality altering uh uh, effects on it, and it could address why these we didn't know who these people were, mm-hmm. but they have the same backstories. But I have one question for you, and you can lose that silver mm-hmm. rogue based on this Shit. question, okay? Because it all kind of hinges on this. What is the simple desire that Scarlet Witch has in this moment that makes her say? Let's make mutants. Like yeah. Just simply put, what is she trying to do? Why does she say that? Well, I like to think that she just wants some friends. Oh. Or she wants a family. She has no But to so keep this, I'll give you another option. Uh, what if she it comes from a place of she wants to better protect Earth? And she believes Ooh. we need other super powered individuals other than our, you know, our Iron Mans or our Black Panthers or, or Doctor Strange's. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's have like super let's have superhumans one out of every ten people. The, the yeah. irony, she'll also be creating the bad mutants. Right, but she yeah. doesn't know that. She's yeah. thinking things through. She thinks She's not are, the ancient one. For, She's a dumb dumb. These people are inherently good. Yeah. But maybe she thinks at the end of the day, whether you're on the Mutant Brotherhood or the X-Men, if an external threat comes to attack, whether it's uh, from another dimension or whether it's from Thanos, Mm -hmm. you're you're going to want to protect your Mm -hmm. turf. Although Mordo wasn't there in that final battle. Where the hell was he? Ooh. 
son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he's as strongly hated Mordo as much as he's loved Animorphs. It's the, the two things yeah, everybody yeah. knows about Mordo and Animorphs. Eric's yeah. pendulum swings back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eric, you keep that silver rope. All right. Great. Nice yeah, work, that's buddy. Yeah. Uh, Zatch? Okay. Um, thank you for finally pronouncing <laughs> my name properly. Uh, so I think, like, just thinking more like what we already know about the MCU, right? A, we know about Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, who are traditionally mutants. They haven't called them that in the MCU, but like, how did they get their powers? Well, it was they used one of the- The Mind Stone. They used the Mind Stone, kind of like experimentation, shadowy government organization, right? It was Hydra, mm -hmm. right? So I think they're actually gonna keep that trend going, and it's gonna be not necessarily always government experimentation, but it is a government cover-up. Government-esque agencies, like your S.H.I.E.L.D., your HYDRA, mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. other groups we haven't even met yet, yeah. the, the Five Rings, whatever, right? Ten your, Rings. Uh, ten Rings. Yeah. No, Five Rings is their five junior five department. Five yeah. Rings. <laughs> ten Rings, a Mandarin yeah. criminal organization. But like, I think the mutants already exist. It's being covered up. Maybe Ooh. they're being held in like cool. in in secret facilities. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they, you know, um, somehow they're hiding their existence. Maybe not all of them exist yet, but they're, they're out there. They're more like Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Yeah, and like, like that's, the Weapon X program. Like the Weapon Ooh. X program. Maybe they're all in Canada. That actually might be the real answer. Yeah, Alpha yeah. Flight. Yeah. Why we don't care about them in America? Yes, yeah. the Canadian yeah. government is actually the the mm -hmm. most shadowy organization of them. Well, and there's that theory. That's what Project Exodus was. Was this government cover up of like mutants that exist among us? And you've done videos about Project yeah. Exodus is this little kind of Easter egg they keep dropping into multiple films. They just mention it. They never really explain mm -hmm. what it is, right? And so, and maybe we don't know. Maybe it's it's some kind of, you know, uh, U.S. government working with the S.H.I.E.L.D., working with a maybe more nefarious group, something like that. Because I think it's, it's going to be hard to explain how so many of these characters come out of nowhere. And we also... We don't want to start like Muppet Baby style with yeah. like a four year old rogue and a two year old mm. uh, Cyclops. And a, you know, I mean, we that would don't be cute, want that. But no. <laughs> okay, we kind of do want it. Yeah. I mean, Baby Yoda has proven yeah. it. Yeah. Mutant babies. <laughs> but like, so I think this cute. is a nice way to at least give us a batch of them. Yeah. Right? Like, you could have like a secret you know, facility and like, oh, look, it's Storm and Nightcrawler and Colossus and like all our favorites. They're already here. Mm -hmm. We, they can dump them on us real quick. They're yeah. all babies. They're <laughs> all babies. <laughs> Zatch's batch. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag. Zatch batch. Uh, uh, you're such a batch. Uh, okay, so uh, it's, it's the government has been doing it and I'm gonna guess, well, or I'll ask, how many mutants are you imagining come out of this? Well, I, I think smartly, like Marvel's always done a great job of never giving us more than a couple new characters in anything, right? Like in, in most of the films we get like, you know, oh, Black Widow's in this Iron Man movie and like one or two new villains and that's it. We're mm -hmm. not going to rush you with too many. Yeah. So like, I think maybe we get that kind of that original tiny lineup of X-Men, maybe like at the first. old school one. Yeah, like a, oh. the furless beast and the 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 feathered angel right. and, and all of that right and they just give us like a couple uh that's your wrestling name right uh furred angel <laughs> yeah. Yeah. furless beast angel. and then you became feathered angel the batch bros. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a deep cut uh yeah. great uh you get you get one traditional colored yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, yeah that's probably a stretch yeah thank yeah you. no but i do like i actually think that it is is very likely that some characters are going to have some sort of uh, tied to the way that they already brought the two quasi-mutants that they have. Uh, it just doesn't address how they'll bring in a whole bunch. Unless everybody has a secret mutant in their, in a cage somewhere. Uh, but they could. Marina, is that your theory? <laughs> yes, it is! Yeah. Yeah. No, everybody has their secret mutant. Everybody has their secret 
Yeah. <laughs> in a basement. Um, uh, no, mine is different. Um, mine has to do with science. Ooh. Science. Science. So, uh, so mine is that... Remember when Rocket is talking about how they're how they find Thanos on Ooh. the other planet, his it's retirement not. home planet, and he says when he snapped the stones to destroy them, it uh, a big radiation wave like gamma uh, radiation, yeah, gamma yeah, radiation yeah. specifically, which is important mm. for science, uh, radiated uh, went out across the galaxy. And it was like the biggest you know wave that, that since the other snap, since the mm. other snap, right, right. and so. But that took place on another planet. Now, there are three other snaps, and they all took place on Earth. That's a lot of Big gamma dose of gamma. Ring. Big That's gamma. A lot of That's like if you ever wonder, what if my the window breaks on my microwave? This and, is and I'm, I'm going to keep microwaving. I'm going to keep making my food. Yeah. I can't not do it. I'm right. also not going to buy a new microwave. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to microwave this burrito and see what happens. Wrap it in foil. Put foil across the door <laughs> right. and then try uh -huh. it again. Uh -oh. uh, but that's a lot of gamma radi a radiation, right? And it's taken place with over the course of time. So I think that those snaps... And that radiation is has been creating mutants this whole time. Ooh, I like it. Mm. Okay, and so we just didn't know that they were already there, but they've been created, and they they're just kind of discovering their own stuff. And I think, and also, I think what the first snap like gave people minimal powers, and then the second snap gave people like maximal like, oh, powers. Wow. Yeah, and it's like a uh, exponential. Whatever. It's yeah. like uh, parabola. Logarithmic. Yeah, yeah it's uh, logarithmic. Ross trying to get a tan on friends. He <laughs> <laughs> just keeps getting sprayed yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He got sprayed four times. Yeah. Imagine exactly. that was gamma radiation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He became beast. So by the time well, by the time they're discoverable, it's because their powers have grown so much that they're not re you can't really hide them anymore. Mm. Like it's like this guy beast is blue. You know so, what yeah. I mean? Like you it's, Marina. The gamma radiation tie-in got you a rogie the, oh, mo the yeah, moment you big, walked in the door glowing. Science, baby. But here's the question. Are you saying then that there were no mutants before the events of Infinity War and thus there is no backstory for any of these characters before Infinity War as mutants? I am saying it. Nice. Because wow. I'm going opposite. Okay. Like, this is what did it. No one was a mutant before that. Now they have their powers and they're exponentially grown. So all backstories are new, which gives them a clean slate mm -hmm. story wise. Yeah. And you can hit some of the same themes yeah. that the mutants were borrowing off the, the civil rights movement mm -hmm. in the 60s. Right. Or, well, let's, well, and it could be off of, you know, an immigrant. Uh, yeah, exactly. or something. But uh, uh, it's fine. Rewrite uh, Magneto's backstory. So he's yeah. not a Holocaust survivor. What is he? Hmm. A refugee? A, Syrian refugee? Uh, yeah. Maybe a, stone, oh, Syrian maybe, refugee maybe a Stonewall issue. He could be, that was the kind oh, of yeah. the, the big gay rights movement mm. oh, kickoff right. in like the yeah. 60s, right? Like yeah. something like that, right? Where you had kind of a, a similar repression. Maybe is that Marsha P. Reason. Harden? What's that? Marsha P. Harden for the lady who f threw the brick? Marsha Harden was the... Uh, the, the prosecutor in the O.J. Simpson trial, I believe, as well. Marsha Clark? Marsha Gay Harden is another actress. James Harden and I'm gay basketball player. I'm combining a lot of stuff, but yeah. it, would be, it would be great if Magneto were actually... There's a trans black woman who was the lady who threw the brick to start yes. Stonewall, yeah. yes. and mm. it would be great if that's Magneto. Like, what if that oh, was her? Oh, I thought you say, like, she threw the brick at Magneto, and he was oh, like, ah, yeah. magnetism. And he just happened to be standing there. bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I also want to know. So, if if these, these events, I got bricked. yeah, 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 that's uh, all it takes, really. We've all heard that lingo. Um, what, 
Also, so these four events, Cosmians, are there going to be future mutants if there's no future snaps? Oh, on other planets that were mm. closer to the the planet that Thanos snapped on, right? Because these were all on Earth. I mean, like that's a lot, but they're too far well, away from other planets. And also, uh, you don't have to. They don't have to have necessarily been there for the snap. One. You can imagine back to just like is a woman pregnant right now and there's a yeah snap, exactly or if she is she heating up a burrito on her microwave <laughs> that, that baby's coming out wrong yeah, yeah. but also or, or double right every every man every woman their gonads are very susceptible <laughs> to the changes of That's this microwave true. That's why you don't wear briefs so, yeah. Or that's why I don't wear anything. anything. Yeah, or why I don't wear anything. No. Uh, don't under the there. table, none of us none have, of us have yeah, But glowing green yeah, 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 down yeah. here. Uh, so they are forever. I yeah. mean, essentially, you kickstarted evolution. Yeah. Science really is just mutation. It's just repli- rep- reproduction. Every time something reproduces, it does mutate literally every single time. And that's real science. That's the entirety of science. Evolution, <laughs> no, evolution is yeah. just mutations over millennia. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, great way to put it, Eric. And from your voice, I believe it to be true. <laughs> oh, when no! Marina says it. No. <laughs> no. I was no. too enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, guys, give it back to me in a tweet. <sighs> okay. Um, mutants will join Marvel Phase 4 from a house of M where Scarlet Witch says, mm, Give me mutants, please. <laughs> I need friendship. <laughs> I need friends. <laughs> I friends. Um, mutants, they've always been here. They've just been... Shielded? <laughs> gotcha. And you almost are directly ripping off the Inhuman storyline on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, <laughs> not canon to me? I don't know. It kind of it's not canon to, the, to Kevin Feige, <laughs> so that counts. Uh, uh, snap radiation causes mutants times three, plus everyone's gonads are green. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Pranked. Tweet. Pranked. Yeah. pranked. Cool. pranked. Uh, I'm going to give you a little bonus Yay! one. Because uh, I'm, I'm super into the science idea. Oh, yeah. Cool. And it's real. Zach, where are you going? Uh, <laughs> to poop. <laughs> All right, well, so you can go do that. Why don't we go uh, take a break to uh, thank some people. Hey, Rogue Theory listeners. If you're enjoying what you're seeing at Rogue Theory, but you want some more hard facts and a bit more booze added to this formula, then you should check out our new Q&A show, The Big Question, where we go into the really nerdy and kind of hard to answer, but still really interesting questions like how much exactly does Thor's hammer weigh? What happens when Hulk thunderclaps? Why doesn't Darth Vader force choke everyone? How does baby Yoda age exactly? Are lobsters immortal? Yeah, we answer all of these big questions with some actual numbers and science. And yes, alcohol. It's a new show that we're very proud of and definitely check it out. Coming to the channel weekly and you can also subscribe to the Big Question podcast feed to get audio versions of it. Guys, it's the beginning of a new year and we have a lot of movies to look forward to. It's 2020. It's the year we've all been waiting for, for futuristic movies. Uh, But (laughs) this was also after 2019 where there were a bunch of movies that surprisingly let us down. Uh, Terminator Dark Fate. You love Terminator Dark Fate. I loved it. it. But it bombed. Not in my heart. (laughs) That's true. Atomic bombed. Ah, that whole thing. Uh, So... Now we're trying to get ahead of this feeling a little bit of like, you know, let's lower our expectations a little bit or raise them for some mm-hmm. other movies. So pitch me on what you think will be the surprise nerd hit of 2020 and the surprise nerd failure of 2020. And let's keep it to movies and not personal insults. Okay. <laughs> um, I think the surprise nerd hit is going to be Ghostbusters, a Jason Reitman oh, film coming out oh. this summer. There's When this was announced, it was kind of controversial yeah. because like, 
like people were wondering, well, is he pretending like the 2016 all female one didn't count? And some people were like, great, yeah, pretend like that didn't count because they didn't like it. But other people are like, well, it's just problematic in other ways. Yeah. So there's just like a lot of like negative buzz around it. I think this movie's going to be great. Oh, I think good. it's going to be like nerds are going to celebrate this film. I think people are going to be like, oh, this doesn't, whatever associations I have with the Ghostbusters yeah. franchise, I'm detached from. It's going to have like a Stranger Things feel to it because I believe Finn Wolfhard is going to be in it. Yes. Um, He's in everything. So yeah. yeah, I think it's in. Uh, I think Jason Reitman's a, a fine filmmaker. I, yeah. I think it's going to be uh, what Stranger Things was and take a spice surprise. Did he Ooh. write Up in the Air or no? Or something I believe like he wrote and directed right. Up in the Air and Thank You for Smoking. Yeah. And right. he directed Juno or was he directed Juno yes. from uh, Diablo Cody's script? Script, right? Yeah. So great films actually. And, yeah. and he yeah. does like a good job with like smaller stories. And it mm. seems yeah. like this is going to be a smaller story, Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. It's about like a small town family. Right. Like it could have yeah like a very Stranger Things kind so of. So no safe cool. off giant <laughs> march down. Yeah. Uh, I think there are some movies that are going to be hits. I think uh, Black Widow is going to be a hit, and there's no surprise there. What's our failure? Okay, um, speaking of Marvel, I think Eternals is going to be Marvel's oh, first bomb. Eric. Because it has a Latino lead? I, wow. Wow. wow! I may Eric. be wrong. Wow. I may be Eric. wrong. I think the cast is too large. I should sit on that side of the table just for right now. I think the story wow. is too big in scope. Um, and I think just the property of the Eternals, I'm just not excited about now. Mm. I've been proven wrong. Guardians? I, yeah, right. Guardians is a good example. I yeah. went into I, I didn't read the Guardians comics until James Gunn moved that made that movie. It wowed me. It charmed me. It's one of my favorite Marvel films. Mm. I'm hoping it could be that. But Guardians was a pretty simple small ensemble film. Yeah. Maybe Eternals. But when like Feige brought out star after star after star at Comic Con and at D23, I was like. I just don't get a sense of what this story is. I'm not excited by just seeing a bunch of actors. Biting like, off more than you can like, chew, maybe. It, yeah. It's also like a dense backstory, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like Guardians is like, oh, we don't know these characters necessarily, not like we would a Spider-Man or an X-Man or something like that. But like, oh, we get it. It's yeah. You're putting a gang of ragtag uh, mm-hmm. criminals it's together. Dirty Dozen. Dirty yeah. Dozen, right? Yeah. Wild Bunch, all these stories. Whereas this is like, a bunch of gods yeah. like, that we don't know anything well, about. It is a lot. And I think the maybe some people out there love the Eternals comics. Really, they were created as like Marvel's version of the new gods at DC. And the new mm-hmm. gods at DC are actually fairly interesting thematic stories. And it was really just like so Marvel could have their version of that. <laughs> but you could say that for a lot both of the Marvel of the, characters. The franchise, or both of the companies have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I'm not excited about the comic lore. Now, Granted, a year from now, we may be sitting in uh, what we got wrong, and I'm like, okay, remember when I said Eternal suck? It's going to suck. Yeah. Uh, now but I have I, to I, eat my hat. But I also say, what will be the biggest surprise bomb? Because I think people uh, expect yeah, it's yeah, Marvel. Yeah. You can guarantee a certain level of standard. I think I will be surprised if it bombs. Yeah, yeah. That. that's true. That's a very good point. Do we have a creative team behind it? Uh, yeah, Chloe Zhao is directing. Um, they have two screenwriters. It's you know, and Kevin Feige's touching it, <laughs> so it's yeah. gonna be good. And it's his classic uh, idea of going to people who haven't proven themselves in something giant before. But that probably it's isn't gonna, them. But it probably isn't gonna pay off every single time, right? Yeah. Yeah. We know Josh Trank is an example of that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. nothing lasts and, forever. And, and man, Marvel. It, because of their success, but they've put themselves in a tough position. Yeah. If a movie doesn't make a billion dollars, oh it's now a failure. Yeah. yeah. So it's like that used to be like maybe one movie a decade would come close to that. <laughs> and now they're trying to put out two movies a year and all of them have to, like, that's a lot. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of pressure. Yeah. All right. Uh, you hairless beast. What is, uh, <laughs> what is your. Uh, and, uh, wait, till, wait till I get shirtless later and you'll know <laughs> the truth behind that. Um, I think the secret 
hit or the movie that's going to exceed our expectations, mm. and this is because our expectations are low, is <laughs> Venom 2. Mm. Yeah, and yeah like, our expectations I mean, are very low. Very for that. low. Venom, you know, which was considered kind of a commercial success, it surprised yeah. people how well it most did. Of, worldwide. Worldwide, yeah, worldwide, especially. Internationally. And like, you know, I think most of the people here are not like passionate about it, but like, ah, oh, that was, at best, they're like, ah, oh, that was fine. Um, it's actually That's being pretty, kind. It's actually a pretty bad movie. I think there's a lot of things that don't work in that movie, but I think like I think they're gonna figure it out. Well, mm. and I think Tom Hardy works. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, for think, sure. I think he works in most things. Honestly, he does. And yes. there are elements definitely that I think they got right. I actually didn't hate that movie. Mm. Uh, I think it has one of the worst time jump plot holes I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. We did a whole video about it. But yeah. yeah. And and I think like the things that didn't work about that are like relatively easy to fix. And mm. I think. Kevin Feige's continued investment kind of or, mm. or connection to the Sony yeah. Spider universe is going to help. I think like even just a little bit of oversight from him can correct some of the issues. Like a lot, some of it is just like some character stuff, some dialogue stuff, some of the CGI, like that's producer stuff, yeah. right? Like we know Tom Hardy's a great actor mm-hmm. yeah. and the Venom storylines are good storylines. See, you, you know, know what one of the issues was though, was the attempt at humor in it kind of felt really weird when you're, mm. it's this cannibal character and he seems like his threat is very visceral and intense and yet he kind of is also making jokes and and making fun of him (laughs) but honestly you know Thor Ragnarok was a complete rewrite of a character Mm -hmm. that made him very loved people love the Thor character now Mm -hmm. and they didn't after two movies and and I think I think we're gonna do the opposite of what they're doing with Thor I think Venom 2 is gonna be much darker really now does that mean that you think it's not gonna share a universe with Spider-Man I think it can, but like, because I think, I mean, we assume Carnage is going to be the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Carnage is a super dark, like a mass murderer character, right? And I think like, frankly, Tom Hardy's a really good actor. I don't know if he's good at comedy, but we know he's good at drama, right? All the Nolan movies he's done Mm -hmm. and everything. And like, I think let him be darker, right? Like Mm. let this like, I know that'll cost them some popularity amongst kids and stuff like that, but I think that's what that character needs. You know, it needs to be noticeably darker than Spider-Man movies. Okay, yeah. that's that's a big uh, uh, surprise if they do that. Yeah. So, uh, what are you gonna do if you get it wrong? Uh, I will. Um, I will eat Eric's head. <laughs> okay. Uh, I agree with that. Turn the wind. Yeah, Eric, turn the wind. What's gonna fail? I think the movie that's gonna not meet our expectations and like this is still a little ways out i don't think a lot of um buzz is built around this movie but some people are really looking forward to the dune movie oh sure which is like "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) but no there's some other people are nuts because dune is this property that for 40 years now it feels like people have been waiting for it to be nailed i just don't have any faith (laughs) well and and like you know denis villeneuve i can never pronounce denis villeneuve yeah Yeah, i'm not good at pronouncing any name but especially his like he did the blade runner 2049 amazing great work people did not show up no and and he's a good director but like man this is a tall task it was like people said you could never make a movie about lord of the rings and like peter jackson surprised us and made it I don't know if you can make a good movie about Dune. I have a place in my heart for the oh, um, me too. For the David Lynch eighties oh, one with Tom McLaughlin and so Patrick good. Stewart. But like you know, probably doesn't stand up as cinema necessarily. Yeah, it's a fun like, romp. It was kind of famously a bomb then too. And I think it's like there's something about like desert planets. It's like John Carter from Mars, <laughs> Dune. Like I don't know, Chronicles of Riddick or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
There's something about that. I, yeah. I want it to succeed, but I don't think Dune's going to be mm. good. Yeah, I don't even honestly want to spend much of the episode on it because I don't want to bet. <laughs> I don't want to bet on, on people caring yeah, yeah. enough about it. Um, that feels like an insult to you, and it is not. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Fuck you, Zach. Thank you. Uh, I am so, so genuinely excited for Birds of Prey. I think mm. it's going to be great. Yeah. I think it's going to crush mm. the box office because it has help from Joker, not necessarily. Suicide Squad was a commercial success. Everyone went to go see it. Mm-hmm. Personally, it was trash, but. <laughs> personal but trash. Personal <laughs> trash, commercial yeah. success. But I don't think people are like, oh, Suicide Squad was amazing. I'm going to go see Birds of Prey. But Joker is in the same universe, and people are just kind of going like, oh, I don't care. Like, in my head now, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker, and Birds of Prey is, like, that. Like, they just go like that, and we just pretend that the other Joker, like, didn't happen, and nobody wrote damaged across their head. (laughs) And it's going to be great. It's going to be fun. It looks colorful. And, like, this is the metaphor. I'm going to come with me here. There is a metaphor that I'm going to use, and it's going to be weird. <laughs> Strip clubs for men are depressing and weird and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But it ha- have you ever been to a strip club for women? They are fun. They are a great time. Everybody's having a party. Magic Mike. They yes. have co- literal costumes, and it's so great and fun. And this is kind of the same thing where it's like, oh, we tried to do, like Suicide Squad was like, Strip club for men, it's like, oh, well, we tried. We know what it's supposed to be, but like it didn't turn out that great. And we're all just mm. going to kind of pretend. And But we did spend a lot of money on it, right? Let's go upstairs to this dual club where up top, it's a strip club for women. And it's bright and it's colorful. It's going to be super fun. And it's all focused on female energy. And I'm, I'm just <laughs> okay. so ready to see it. I it's going to be that. great. Man. <laughs> like imagination we're on a journey there uh, <laughs> first of all strip clubs for women are uh, the best i i like when you say strip clubs for women as in like um women don't work at the other kind of strip club <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. aimed at women's money yes, i should yes, say yes, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. uh yeah and then the movie that's gonna tank <laughs> is gonna be sonic and it's gonna be so sure. sad yeah. but but it's but it should really it shouldn't because the whole internet made them change it yeah. and, and then, then the whole not they're it. not gonna go see it they're just gonna be happy that they changed it and then they're gonna be like See you on Netflix. Well, they made them change the look of it, but the story still looks pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> right? And that's why people give movies good word of mouth is yeah. that the story sure. catches. They don't care like, mouth. oh, the, the character looks accurate to what I remember in the, in the video yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, I'll go see this a second time. No, we got a good story. Like this guy. <laughs> yeah, this guy. He'll be coming back throughout 2020. <laughs> <laughs> no, please. <laughs> well, you say please. no, and I hear yes more. He's got <laughs> racists to defend in the South in the 60s. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, I think it's going to be very funny when it tanks. <laughs> this is, I, I, it hurts me so bad because people care. Like, especially that one. They were like, okay, we want to do right by you guys fans. Oh, yeah, I guess we're going to We're going to go back. We're going to spend $5 million. We're going to get it right. And Aww. it like, still tanks. And I don't want like, the people oh. who worked on the film to like make less money or be sad, but I still think it's going to be funny when <laughs> they <laughs> change <laughs> the entire movie. And it's just no the studio. Those yeah. checks cleared. All right, yeah. give them to yeah, me uh, back uh, in a tweet. Um, 2020, look out, because we got a surprise hit from Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? Jason Reitman. But Who's not the fall? Eternals. <laughs> not the Eternals. <laughs> don't call that them. Just kind of They're in the ancient times. They don't have phones <laughs> back then. Uh, Venom, more like Winnem, and uh, Dune, Rune. <laughs> 
stones? <laughs> oh, like ruined? Like ruined, but That's rude. a slant rhyme. Really. It's oh, yeah, it works for me. Birds of Prey takes off to the to the heavens uh, and uh, Sonic runs it into the ground. Uh, yeah, these are going to be the variety headlines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Eric, I'm giving you a rogie Ooh, because yeah. uh, uh, to say that a Marvel movie is going to fail is a big risk. Yeah, it's a risk true. for me. Uh, I think yeah. it's interesting. Marina, to say that a DC movie is going to be a hit is a big risk. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm Zing. giving you uh, a rogie. Thank and you. Zach, uh, <laughs> I feel bad about how much I wrote off Dune even a quarter. <laughs> This one's for the spice. Yeah, there you go. Spice life. Uh, <laughs> all right. spice life. Guys, never more questions. Yeah. Yay. Boom. These are not them. These are them. <laughs> guys, you guys haven't seen these, but you're going to now hear them. M. Night Shyamalan has three movies coming out over the next three years. God, how? Yeah, uh, really. What's the biggest twist he could still pull off? Oh. A good film. I was going to say right. make That's it like a good movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Taking that one off the oh. table. Or maybe the twist that there is no twist. Yeah. Well, he it's just that after a straightforward ending. He's like, that wasn't actually a twist. It was Ugh. something that you did not know was going to happen and then surprised you, but it wasn't a twist. Uh, he says that every time. like a revelation. The most interesting twist. thing to happen in the movie happens in the last five minutes. In yeah. the every 95 minutes ahead what of that What if it's that he's not in it? I would love if he just expanded. does like a straightforward Netflix style rom-com. <laughs> It's just like, yeah. I gotta find a date to the prom. Yeah, yeah. You know, like just that. And there's mm-hmm. no twist, mm-hmm. nothing scary, nothing ominous. A prom com? Prom com! That's great. Good job, From Karen. M. Night Shama Mom. <laughs> <laughs> M. Night Shama Mom. All right, guys. Uh, who in 2019 did we not give their their due? Hmm. Right? Who secretly actually won 2019 and nobody gave them that credit? Hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Do you mean like all hu- of all humans or characters? <laughs> yeah, it can be like your aunt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. I, I mean, she might win every year for me. Marissa Tomei. Oh, yeah. She's like, I, I mean, she doesn't get a lot to do in the Spider-Man movies, but she's great. Yeah. And like. She is great. And also like. What's her skincare routine? Yeah, well, she looks oh, really? incredible. And also, She's like great. those jeans. Oh yeah, uh, so good. both the G E N E S and J E A N S, which is the Ew. one I actually meant. Yeah. No, I really did mean the her jeans in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, the rat from Endgame, right? Uh, He's the true saves hero. The saves the, the universe. universe. Yeah, yeah. Right. great. Huh. Yeah, it's Daisy Beats because Ooh. she wasn't given enough in that film to in do. Joker in, in yes in oh. Joker she wasn't given enough to do and she's amazing and I wanted more but with what she had she worked well and we're getting more of her right is she not or was she Domino? <laughs> she was Domino she in was Deadpool Domino. 2, right? Yeah, yeah. she's great. So yeah, yeah. if you haven't watched Deadpool 2 yet, <laughs> you're going to get more. Give us more of her. Give us yeah. more of her. And she's still working. You'll get more of her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, somebody take a rogi. Yeah. Got it. Uh, no, you can have one. Now we're tied. All right. Well, what's a good, this is our last rogi question. Uh, what's a good New Year's resolution <laughs> for an MCU character? So the character and mm-hmm. the resolution they need to have. I think like um, mine would be for Bucky, Winter Soldier, and just like a resolution of like, you know, uh, be more externally happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want to say smile because that's you, you're oh, not supposed no. to. You do can that tell to men to anymore. smile; okay, it's fine. Great. You um, 
he's also like 100, right? Yeah. You 100 year old man, you could smile, smile a little bit more. more. Yeah. Sebastian Stan with your glowering mug. Yeah. So I think that's his resolution, smile more. Peter Parker, learn to keep a couple secrets and stop telling your name <laughs> to everyone. Oh, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Mum's the that's, word. That's very practical, right? Just stop yes. telling everyone who you yeah. are. Yes. Yeah. And also, uh, the actor, you know what? Don't say what happens in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's very funny. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, what's the name of the cat who is a alien? Goose. Uh, for Goose, find a home. Oh, Goose the cat. Uh, Goose the cat needs to find a home. And find a home. I like that you're putting that on him. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's, yeah. Animals get, ad- get yourselves adopted. Yeah. Uh, yourself, yeah. Hey, <laughs> yeah. get yourselves adopted. Uh, applies to kids, to get orphans. Get a job. Yeah. Perform a hey. service. Uh, uh, Eric's made the most sense oh, for yeah. it. Uh, so you get a, a rogue. Yes, the last one. What are your point totals? Uh, Four. 2.25. 2.25. Two, 2. Four. Wow. Four, Eric's. Eric Whoa, I'm saying double. <laughs> um, four white guys. Uh, no, okay. Uh, so Eric's wish is everyone must talk like pal, 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 pal uh, who pal, pal, <laughs> like Papa Palpatine Palpatine the rest of the episode we're going to reference <laughs> remember when we all saw Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker. that's it did. for this episode of Rogue Theory goodbye uh, thanks for going Rogue thanks to our guests <laughs> uh, find us find me on Twitter <laughs> oh, my voice doesn't go that deep find me on Twitter at marinamastros.com Oh, <laughs> I like the little com. spice of English English He's, accent. He does, he does. Yeah. Yes. I'm vaguely, vaguely British. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, you should follow at New Rockstars. <laughs> lightning, lightning. I can feel you Ooh. pausing the video. Don't watch all the way to the end, <laughs> and that will be according to my design. Uh, that's a very good impression. <laughs> that's why I put it on the car. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Philip Molina. <laughs> that's the best uh, one. Yeah. yeah, that's the best one. Uh, thanks, guys. <laughs> Have a great week. Yeah. See you next time. Bye-bye. That's a very good impression.